Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be. This is Empress Q. Coming back for another episode for thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective thinking, contemplating, feeling, conversation around what is important to our lives to help us grow, understand, and answer some of the questions why so that it can lead us towards how. Today's topic is the sickness of our planet. You know, there is so much change going on in our world today. We are seeing earthquakes, forest fires, floods, war, violence, suffering, loss, darkness, poverty, disease, and other devastating challenges we find ourselves witnessing or experiencing in our life. We say the world is in chaos and is experiencing too many casualties within its civilization. People are enraged, angry, unhappy, and conflictive within their hearts. When we experience that kind of stuff, then we ask the question, how then has our planet become sickened? How have we offended Mother Earth? Mankind is divided within himself, causing mankind to be divided with others. The sickness of the planet is caused by the sickness of its people inhabiting within the earth. What does man want? What is his expectancy from God, from life, from the planet, from himself? What is man willing to do to create out of all of the creation, creation? Or has that been lost too? The problem mankind is having is he has lost the memory of his divine identity, his true self, the essence of his invisibility. You see, our true selves exist without the flesh. The greatness from which he was created, he forgot, he forgot that no matter how creative he think he is, that greatness 
has an expiration. And the mission to be fulfilled because of the causes and their effects being created are limited here on earth by mankind. When we are as spiritual beings, we thrust, thrust into the atmosphere of our elemental life, which is air, water, fire, and earth. Our inner man had to transfer into the realm of elemental matter. Outer man living within physical bodies. But through this transformative process we experienced here on earth, we forgot about the inner presence we brought with us. Our inner man was sent to earth to reflect, represent, and focus his attention or his intent to express the will and presence of God here on earth. So what happened? What happened? Man's human creations caused him to become greedy and anxious and separated from his God presence from his original spiritual divine design. Our inner man became excited upon his arrival here on earth. His curiosity, his ego, creative mind, and his need to control caused us to inappropriately use God's kingdom. And all of its resources that is available to us both cosmically and here on earth as well. Within his cosmic universe. We inappropriately use God's kingdom and all types of resources available to us. Let me break this down into a deeper level of understanding. Although we are all born at various levels of conscious understanding, we all we are also born from the same universal cosmic life stream from which everything comes. As above is also reflected as below. What is in the universe is also patterned below here on earth. While there is no lack within God's universe, man is wasteful and abusive in how he uses what is used here for us to enjoy. We use and need all of the pure energy or electromagnetic magnetic energy 
the universe produces for us to live. These electromagnetic force fields of energy are the planets, the stars, sound, solar solar <laughs> solar radiation, electricity, helium, lithium that now gives energy to the new electric cars. Our electricity lights our homes, give energy, solar radiation now give us heat in our roofs as alternative methods to warm. Sound vibrates and connects the heart. The planets move and shift so that we can gather more resources from its own self-producing producing reliance. Kinetic energy as well as distant healing energy when we pray. Then there is hydrogen and oxygen and water and raw materials and metals and solar power we use to heat our homes and operate machines, create electric cars and batteries and nickel, copper, zinc, carbon to make plastics that we pollute on our ocean shores, silicone, aluminum, all of these are resources from the universe that has helped mankind to create. God gave them the ideas to create so that we can live healthy lives, Wonderful lives, prosperous lives, abundant lives, and comfortable lives. Jupiter is the sign of expansion and it produces most of the radiation that we utilize in hospitals. So these are just a few of the resources God's energy, His from his economy of the universe that he provides to us for free. There is no price tag on what he gives to us. God doesn't need money. Man freely uses it every day of his life and abuses it, takes it for granted. When man learned how to use these resources to build shelters, heal and cure our bodies, you know, designed automotive vehicles, appliances, to grow food and other lifestyle conveniences, we all enjoy the need for more attachments. We all wanted to grow, but we grew out of control. God gave to us his wonders and man abused them. By disregarding 
what he needed and sought what he wanted instead. He dumped his debris of selfishness and negativity and sin and darkness into the soil of the mother of earth. His contaminants began to poison and kill part of her. But what man does not recognize or maybe have forgotten is that Mother Earth is the caretaker of this planet. And her job is to care for and protect the richness and the hidden treasures placed within the Earth by God. Mother Earth is the cosmic guardian over this planet. And when man becomes abusive, destructive in his privileges and misuses of the earth, it will result in his pain, suffering, sickness, and death. The spirit of the mother will sweep cleanse, bring forth new soil by way of destruction. This destruction will enter the atmosphere by way of floods, lightning, fires, hurricanes, earthquakes, and human death. For the ashes of the phoenix comes new life. So, when we return to remembering the life stream from which we came, the earth will heal and no longer demonstrate sickness and suffering and death. We must individually observe our own Knowledge, wisdom, error, correctiveness, understanding. We were given that we were given upon entering the atmosphere of Earth. We must restore and refine ourselves, alleviating fear, uncertainty, darkness, and separation, and returning to our illuminated and divine, true self. After all, we look just like he who sent thee. He loved us so much that he created us, pressed us out of himself, and covered us and protected us so that we could live a life in humanity within a civilization where we not come here selfishly, but collectively to do His will.
not our own. Because within his will is plentifulness, overflow, more than enough. And it is effortless. So the next time you think about the sickness of our planet, pray. Because we cannot change the world collectively. Each person must go within and do their correctiveness, their prayer, their atonement, their forgiveness, their mutual growth and mutual cooperation within themselves. And if each one focus on transforming themselves, the world will change. But we know that that possibility, that probability is a very high reach. But if enough energy is transmuted from the sickness, then the probability of change can occur. We are now living in a new age, an age of Aquarius, a time in which people want change. They desire change. They're no longer accepting what was the way it used to be. We could not fathom in 2020 a new normal. But out of the ashes of the phoenix, we rose up and we were able to open our eyes and see a different normal. Something that was better than what we thought we enjoyed. We began to embrace new levels of form, formless change and put it in our hands which builds and begin to shape new ideas, new thoughts, new attitudes, create new jobs, reset ourselves, identify and develop new missions for ourselves. Change for me is a wonderful thing. I love it. Because when I change, it means that I am not stagnant. I am not standing still. I am not sitting in the same place for the last 20 years of my life. Change means that I'm flowing and ebbing with the wind, with the river. that I am able to be flexible and to let things in my life and let things pass through my life and let things end in my life. That means nothing can get stuck. Sickness, suffering 
cannot develop or, as grandma would say, fester in your life. It can't grow roots and hang around and get sick. Toxic thoughts, fears, anxieties. If we want the planet to heal, each one must heal themselves. This is Empress Q. I hope that this episode today has been able to give you some thought-provoking, yet inspirational and introspectiveness about creating change for self. Slow, easy change. I want to share my website. I have my website up, still getting those courses online. I uh, had a hiccup last night <laughs> when I was uh, working on some of my courses, but my website is nirvanalifestyle.network. Please check it out. See the work that I do. I've been out here for a very long time and coming back into my groove of teaching people how to heal themselves. It's important that we know what the tools are, what the elements are, what we are here for, because everyone is asking why. And I'm sure that once you take a look at my website, nirvanalifestyle.network, that it will give you a very clear understanding of who I am and what I do. On my website, I also have blogs that I am now creating to give you thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective thinking. Hmm. That's my theme. And I also have my podcast on my website. So you can continue to listen in the format in which you are now. Or you can go to my website. Click on all the pages. I have books that I also have written. I have um, courses that you can take that are that require, let me put it that way, require your participation because we can't change our life if we don't become a partner in our life. God is a partner in our life and we must be a partner to him. And when partners come together, they come together with a mutual agreement. They come together to move collectively together in the same direction for the same cause to accomplish the same goal. And if we think of God as our partner and we are God-like in his image and simulation, then we know that I can't fail if I carry my end of the agreement and not allow the world to influence my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my ideas. Did you know that 
it, that, that research has shown that man has 50,000 thoughts a day. And 80% of those thoughts are negative. We're losing. The odds are stacked against us because of all of the things that we hear. We must guard our eyes of what we see. Guard our ears of what we hear. And guard our speech of what we say. Because every time we turn on the television or listen to the radio, we are hearing things about sickness within the planet. And it impacts us. It takes us on. And then we begin to subliminally believe it because the world said it. But what did God say? Because we speak more negativity than we do something good. We must check ourselves and correct ourselves. Because we know right from wrong. This is Empress Q again. I am so happy to be here. And I wanted to make sure that I, um, you all know me, I'm always behind schedule because I have too much on my plate because I'm trying to deliver so much content in different formats for you to enjoy and to learn. So I'm signing off now. I just want to um, pop on. I'm going to promise you I'm going to be on in a couple of more days. And uh, just showing up is important. Consistency is important. I just have to get a better management of my schedule. <laughs> but anyway, um, have a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon, and a wonderful evening wherever you may be. And every time you have something that brings ill to your consciousness, stop. Remember that who you are not in the flesh, is greater than what you see. Shalom.